here I am, al fresco, on a station, as I often am these days, thinking about and trying to let some air into my thoughts on UKW Ignite. Now, UKW Ignite, and I've not been, well actually I am a fan, I am a fan of UKW Ignite. I thought it was marvellous when Leonie Rose was around as manager, and I thought that there was a sense of chaos. I've said this many times, haven't I? Sense of chaos. I really liked that. Then we got the co-managers with Chris Castle, and I thought they worked very well together. I thought they did exactly what they should have done. There's nothing wrong with that, and there was nothing wrong with the work they did at all. However, I thought some of the ridiculous hokey endings, dusty finishes, that kind of thing. The noise you can hear, by the way, is a large building being constructed. It's my, it's my new house. 400 rooms, nothing in any of them. Now then, when they got the, uh, the hokey endings and the dusty finishes and all of that, and I wasn't sure about the wrestling quality, I was a bit concerned about it. I mean, yeah, it had been better before. And then when Sebastian Mercer laid down his title and said that it was holding him back um, and all of that, I thought, well, you're devaluing the title, aren't you? Not Sebastian, people who told him to do it. I presume and um, now what we've got after an extended period of well it's all right I don't know whether it's okay it's nothing special we got last week well by the way Red Brocco is uh, involved in all and the uh, general manager to all of the programs now just like that that's like that that's like that spoon jar jar spoon it did appear to, to come as if by magic so suddenly there he is. Well, dear, somebody got very angry and leant on the horn then. Did you hear that? They might have been watching Ignite this week. Because this week, it was just neither one thing nor the other. It was like an episode of Mayhem, which is kind of the middle-ranking programme, isn't it? It's either, whereas obviously you've got Showdown, which is the big show, showcase show, I suppose, Showdown, showcase. And then Ignite was the smaller show, moved from Wednesday, of course, to Monday night um, and it, um, it it kind of was something a bit different and now it isn't I mean there were some good matches on this uh, things are okay you've got Dylan Chase and Just James sniping at each other almost as if it's contrived I don't know but it's a bit odd to watch sometimes and Red Brocco in the middle kind of keeping them apart um, I mean Dylan Chase seems to be spoiling for a fight here bit weird the chase that runs the place he doesn't say that anymore maybe it's because of moi i don't know but they're all right i like dylan i like red on commentary he's got a kind of very sort of um quiet authority and um i like james because he's he's excitable and excited and you know what this kind of sniping at each other no thank you so anyway, first match, Shake Tomb versus Chris Castle. So yeah, Shake Tomb versus Chris Castle. Now, considering that we saw Chris Castle last week, who didn't even know what to say, he was so upset and bereft that he wasn't going to be co-general manager anymore. He doesn't seem too bothered, really. I mean, he wins this match. It's, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's no chat from him as he comes down, of course. He's not bigging himself up, you know, but um, Hunt with him, Johan Hunt. TV champion gets involved immediately from the apron area and then you've got a nice mugtoon spear he hits it well actually and then sidewalk slam 
from uh, from Castle is lovely. Gets a two count for that. Cheeky splash. But he goes for a second one. Misses that. They call it a sit-out slam, does Dylan, and he's quite right to call it that. But actually, it was more like a an unbalanced fall-down slam from uh, from Chris Castle, really. But then he does the bouncy castle. He does the knocking it out of the park stuff. The leg drop is lovely. That's your pin. Beautifully done. Now, oh no, it's not the pin. Ha ha. See, I got you going there, didn't I? Because Johan Hunt offers him a chair and he says, he thinks about it and says, no, I don't want that chair. In the kerfuffle there and their discussion, he gets rolled up by McToom for the pin. Now, are they going to be splitting here? Because Rhodes has already done that in a way. Well, later on, we're going to have uh, Johan Hunt fighting and you've got Chris Castle there as well. And he doesn't seem to be referencing this at all. It's a bit weird. Anyway, on to the next match. Madness Malik versus Ryan Moon. Now, Malik um, cranks on the leg. There's a Moon drop kick. Moon misses the ripcord clothesline that he really, really winds up for. So, you know, it's, it's, it's odd to see him miss it. Now, um, Malik hits a knee and a, a sort of rear naked choke, which um, James, who just James, who doesn't really know very many wrestling moves, is quite clear about this. We don't need Dylan Chase pointing it out. He's quite sweet about it and has been right from the beginning of his commentary time. He calls it, is that a figure of eight? You might be calling it the rings of Saturn, but it's not. It's a rear naked choke, really, of a type. Uh, three arm drops. There's your winner. And it's, um, it's uh, Malik. So, after some more sniping, which is getting a little bit uncomfortable, to be honest, Ruby is down to tell us that she will put her belt on the line for open challenge tonight. She does blow one of the lines and has to stop. This is unedited, by the way, this episode of, of uh, Ignite. Well, they offer it on YouTube, so you might as well watch it. They do offer it. It's not as if they say we're not going to show it. They do offer it on cut and, and so all of that. So, you know, yeah. So anyway, she manages, she stops and manages to keep it going. You know, and she, she's fairly new on the mic and it's not her strong point, but I do like her as a wrestler and her character's good as well. Now, next, we've got Johan Hunt versus Jacob Reed. And Jacob has got, usually he's got a shirt on and, a, and long trousers. He's got some kind of lycra shorts on and, uh, and no, no shirt. It's a bit of a difference for him. No one really mentions it, but there you go. So you've got um, Dylan doing his big, en his big intro. Uh, Castle's with Hunt, as I said. Doesn't seem to be uncomfortable with him considering what's happened earlier on really they should be just remembering that that might be something they should be playing a bit now in this match which was rather good you've got Hunt rolling through a wrist lock straight into a boot from me almost said, yeah I got you oh <laughs> that's really nicely done and then um, a bracement clothesline from Reed for a two count springboard forearm from Hunt which is very nice and then a, a basement rocker dropper I've not seen that before. Hunt really hits that well. It's beautifully done. Reed blocks the tilt to world DDT or satellite DDT if you like and, and gets a suplex of his own. But then Hunt does hit that tilt to world DDT or satellite DDT if you like for a very long two count. Reed comes back with a big boot and an excellent shotgun drop kick and then a basement drop kick. Hunt kicks out. And then there's a kick from him. You know, one of those step up kicks into the phantom stomp for the pin and it's beautifully done he keeps his title he's a worthy titleist and Reed is a worthy contender and these both could go and they showed us just how much here now 
Here's your main event. It's a triple threat match because Ruby said earlier on, I mean, she said it several times because she had to stop and do it again, but she did say that, well, it's an open challenge, so it's a triple threat. Oh, that wasn't me. That was a train, by the way. Although I have had a lot of food today, so it could have been me. I might just not have realised. Now, it's Ruby, of course, as champion, she has to be there, versus Leonie Rose versus Nisa. And Nisa's got a new attitude because Rose and Brocco shake hands because Leonie's got a new attitude as well, but Nisa won't and she bails early on. Rose hits the shotgun and drop kick. Ruby's then got a snap wear into a basement drop kick, which is very nice. Nisa throws Ruby out and she spends a long time on the outside. I'm thinking, you need to be in there because anybody can pin anybody to take your title. Then there's a love, there are lovely Nisa forearms to Rose. They're strong and a bulldog. Rose comes back with a Northern Light suplex, which is lovely to see. And Ruby then gets back in and hits that rolling sort of leg sweep that she does, which I really like for the pin. It weren't long enough. It could have been an extra five minutes. It was shaping up to be something great. We could have had near fall after near fall. And that would have made the show something a bit more special. What you're doing at the moment is, well, I suppose what they're doing is not really being sure of what they really want. They're not really sure of what they want the show to be. And you need then to concentrate on the wrestling. And it wasn't, the wrestling wasn't altogether good enough to concentrate on just that here. So, what's going to happen going forward? It's going to be interesting, and there were some really good matches here. Don't get me wrong with this. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. There were some good matches, and that's always the way with UKW. And I actually happen to like UKW, and I really happen to like Ignite, and I really want it to be a little bit better, or at least to decide what it wants to be. I'll keep watching, but I'm worried. Ta-ta.